the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 40, KYCR Golden Valley. Your exclusive Twin Cities home for the Ramsey Show. Live weekday afternoons from 1 to 4. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. California Republican Kevin McCarthy is the presumptive next Speaker of the House. But Arizona's Andy Biggs told the Salem Radio Network this week he wants to challenge him, and he thinks there may be others. But you also have people like uh, Jim Jordan. You have a person like Mike Johnson of Louisiana. You have several other people. You, may, you might even have somebody come forward. Maybe Steve Scalise says, well, it should be me. U.S. Senator Kirsten Sinema making headlines this week by announcing she's leaving the Democrat Party and is now an independent. Correspondent Mary Claire July. She doesn't really fit into either party. She is, I think, maybe an independent in the truest sense of the word, which is she agrees with the Democrats some of the time and she agrees with the Republicans some of the time. The Democrats do maintain control of the upper chamber with Vice President Kamala Harris's tie-breaking vote. The Arizona lawmakers said she made her move to fight what she called a broken partisan system. This is SRN News. Yes, the sounds of Christmas. The Salvation Army bell ringing. Now hear this. Bell ringing for the Salvation Army has fallen way short. Be the hero. Register to ring at a red kettle today at SalvationArmyNorth.org slash kettle. Hi, this is Tim O from the Kingdom Builders Roofers. You know, we've had an incredible year, probably one of our busiest, and it's been awesome to meet countless Salem radio listeners in our travels across the greater metro area. We've had the opportunity to help many of you with your insurance claims after the hailstorms that came through our area. But unlike some roofing contractors, we work on more than just hail damage roofs. We're happy to help you with any concerns you have with your roofing, gutters, and siding. In fact, we continue to get requests for no-obligation roof and gutter inspections to the point that we're now scheduling roofs for the first thing in the spring when weather is warming and the shingles will seal down better. So, if you still have concerns or questions about your roof, or you suspect you might have had some hail damage occur this year, it's never too late. Let us know how we can help. Look us up online at thekingdombuilders.com or call our office at 612-900-9166 and we'll get someone out there to take a look. After all, we're not salesmen, we're just great roofers. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Never take a pill unless it comes from your pharmacist. We lost my 18-year-old son who had a very bright future ahead of him, and it was stolen. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org to learn more. There's a ton to explore at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see your daily lineup. Win prizes at the VIP fan club. Catch up on your favorite podcasts and more. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a Fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Welcome, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you for spending time with us today. Um, it is uh, the 10th of December, uh, and so we always have some weird pieces, periods that happen in our calendar. If you've listened to the King Banyan Show for a long time, first of all, thank you. And if you're new to the show, double thank you. We're glad to have you here. Let me tell you a little bit about what the show's usually about. We usually we take a bunch of economic data and we try to make sense of what's happening in the economy right now. We frequently have um, 
some audio clips from the from the various uh, from the various uh, business shows that happen uh, around the country and around the world. Uh, we 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 examine that information and sort of figure out where's the economy right now, where are things going, what's what's happening. We talk a little bit about policy, but not, not as much. We talk about a lot, a lot about monetary policy, but on fiscal policy, not too too much. And I always tell people, I try to stay out of the politics as as much as I can, but certainly economic policy is set by people who are in politics, and so you can't ignore it. You have to integrate politics into your economics and economics into your politics. That's my view, and that's the view of the show. Now, we're going to be a little different today. We're going to do some – we're going to talk about some items, some issues that are are out there. But one of the things that happens is this – in my head, this program has a calendar. The first Friday, the first Friday after the first of the month, is always the jobs report, and that means that the show, the first Saturday, I'm always doing the job study, the employment situation, the unemployment rate, wages, things like that. Typically, this week. I would do the inflation report because we typically would get inflation data on the on the second sat by the second Saturday of the month. Not true this month. We did get the producer price index information, but we did not get you know which came in. It was a little bit a little bit okay, a little bit not okay. But we, we but with the CPI number, the number everyone's going to focus on gets reported on Monday. So we don't have that information there. I'll tell you a little bit about PPI as we go through the news of the week. So so we'll do that. And then of course next week we have the uh, we have the Federal the Federal Reserve, the Federal Open Market Committee meets everybody seems to expect a 50 basis point increase so that the Fed funds rate will get all the way to four and a quarter to four and a half percent. Still below what most of us believe is the underlying rate of inflation and i i'm i want to talk about that idea for a minute because what it, when an economist uses that term underlying rate of inflation what do they exactly mean by that because you can't go look it up on a government website or on on your favorite uh, your favorite uh, brokerage house or bank website your favorite forecasting shop okay it's Kind of a little bit, it, it's it's an educated guess what the underlying rate is. Nobody, no one can really say. So we'll talk about that. But And then the big thing, which everyone is focused on right now, is when is a recession happening? What is happening with recession? I've got some information. I've got uh, the latest, uh, I think I've got up here, yes, the... Uh, Latest results from the Financial Times U.S. Macroeconomist Survey done by the Initiative on Global Markets from the University of Chicago. It's a terrific report, and I and it's a terrific report. Uh, uses forty three different economists giving a forecast. Um, I I always download it immediately and talk about that. Want to also make sure you know that uh, tomorrow. The uh, St. Cloud Times will publish the quarterly business report. Um, a piece of news, a piece of in- information, and I will tweet to my audience here the link to where you'll find these in the future. This will be the last one that appears in the St. Cloud Times. We're moving, we're moving the, the the quarterly business report to a new home. We're in the process of that move right now, so I will tell you where you can find all the past ones, and the current one will be in that place. In about in about I don't know five days from now, and then it's going to live in a new place going forward. We're not quite a hundred percent detailed. We're in the process of building what that new page is going to look like. But we're taking it out of the newspaper and we're putting it online. We're trying to really smarten it up and make it make it more accessible to a greater number of people. We don't think we've always believed that that forecasting should get more local, that there are individual places that can tell us things about the broader market 
that are ignored. Everybody knows what happens in New York. Everyone knows Chicago and San Francisco, L.A., Atlanta, Dallas, right? And even here, the Twin Cities gets a lot of attention, reasonably so. You know, it's it's it would be easy for you to argue that that 60% of economic activity in the entire state of Minnesota happens in the seven-county metro area. I'd say 60, maybe even 65%. Not quite two-thirds, but close. But there's a lot of good information you can get from looking at that other third. Not just about what might happen in the Twin Cities, although there is, I mean, there is, I think, some ability. I'd li- I'm, I'm working on a study where I'd like to show how how impulses from greater Minnesota impact the Twin Cities, as well as in the other way around. Everyone would assume the Twin Cities impacts what happens here in St. Cloud or Mankato or Rochester. That's That's almost certainly true, but I also want to say, well, you know, also... What happens in Mankato and St. Cloud and Rochester that's independent actually can have an impact on the Twin Cities. Uh, and so that's kind of, that's some of the work that, that I'm trying to uh, develop uh, as sort of one of my long-term research projects. Um, at any rate, we expect we're going to have some new features. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's in this latest report. Um, give you a little bit of hint and, and, and let you know. So it's just going to be if you are interested in, in, in just putting on your computer a, a placeholder, a bookmark for our, our quarterly business report, go to scsu.mn slash QBR, quarterly business report, scsu.mn slash QBR. And that is where you will find the quarterly business report going forward. We'll have the we'll have the most recent edition up there in you know in in a day or two. It's not published the, the St. Cloud Times hasn't published it yet, uh, but they will over the next day or two. And and uh, it will be in it'll be in the print copy tomorrow. Um, so let me tell you, what do you think the headline is? What do you think the headline is? Well the headline is local recession forecasted we've decided we need to step out into that into that that argument and say okay it's here <laughs> the recession is right here i don't know if it started in october or november or if it's starting here in december it might even start in january or february but but somewhere in this window of the f- between the fourth quarter of 22 and the first and Weekly thinking it's possible it's the second quarter, but somewhere within the six month window, the peak of our business cycle has happened. We don't actually see evidence that it happened before. We think the evidence is that it started it it is in the process of starting right now locally. I don't know that that means. That it's happening where you live. If you're listening to me on on live radio down in the Twin Cities, on the Biz 1440, I don't know if it's happening for you right now. I'm only talking about me. If you're listening to us on, on iHeart or one of our other streaming applications, or listening on TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, do I know there's a recession where you live? No. But part of what I have done in, in my career for 20 years now has been to say there's something valuable about looking at the impulse of of local local data that can create shock waves that can lead to things to ripple effects uh, that propagate throughout an economy it can lead into a recession and shock waves that can lead you out of a recession too although typically speaking Economies we believe typically are 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 machines, capitalist economies, particularly free market economies, are economies that naturally have an inclination to growth, because they encourage innovation and investment, thrift, and work. They encourage it in ways that that the natural state of a of a market economy is for growth. They sometimes grow faster, they sometimes grow grow slower, and sometimes they even go a little backwards. One of the arguments we're having about the about this recession that we're either entering, have entered, or come back to 
have have already entered or entering or will enter very soon is will this be a recession that even sees a decline in GDP? And I'm aware, right, if you're new to the show, you make, hey, don't you know that GDP in the first half of 22 was negative? Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's my job. I do know that. Um, but what I, as I said back then, and I'll say again, it's the weirdest recession you've ever seen. With employment growing a quarter million jobs, a half mil- between a quarter million and a half million jobs every month, with consumption growing, growing and growing, with with significant inflation. Um, this is not a recession like any other recession you have seen or that I have seen. And and, and I've been doing this. I've been doing this since since the early 1980s. So I've been around a while. It's, there's not too many that I don't know of any that have looked quite like this. My argument was that looked to the, the post-COVID, the COVID recession and the coming out of that recession felt a little bit like coming out of World War II. Um, I'm, I, haven't, Rick, I haven't thought more about that for a while, but I still think that's like that. Well, I think this is the recession that comes after you come out of World War II. And that was a pretty mild recession. It had it doesn't mean we didn't lose jobs. It doesn't mean we didn't we did. It doesn't mean that 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 uh, we won't see people experiencing real hardship economically. What it does mean, what I think it means, is just that we're going to experience a period where either GDP will grow slower than it normally does, or that that in fact it might go backward. And on that, I actually don't know. My guess is if it goes backward, it'll be very, very shallow. And that's what most people think, but who knows? It could get worse. Depends on what depends on what happens in the months ahead. Depends on what happens in Ukraine with Russia. It ha- depends on what happens with the reopening and the end of zero COVID in China. It depends on what happens in D.C. It depends on whether or not the Fed messes up. There's all kinds of things out there that could cause issues for us. But if everything, if everybody does kind of what they normally do, it looks like it'll be a really shallow recession. Look, I need to take a break here. Let's come back. I got lots of other little stories to tell you today because this is more of the Christmas podcast than, and, and broadcast than uh, I will have time for next week. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The bigger your 401k, the better your retirement, right? Wrong. The fact is, with proposed new taxes, another market crash, inflation, and rising health care costs, you could be forced to downsize your retirement. Discover the secret savvy investors are turning to for retirement security. A new 401k law that unlocks an ingenious retirement protection plan that could protect your savings from inflation and a stock market downturn while boosting your retirement income as much as 40%. It's all laid out in simple language in a new book from Josh Melberg. His insightful guide is your roadmap to retiring with confidence and it's yours free with one call. Don't risk a lifetime of work building your retirement. This little-known retirement protection plan could safeguard your wealth and boost your retirement up to 40%. For your free copy of Guarantee Your Retirement by Josh Melberg, call now. Call 800-337-8051. That's 800-337-8051. 800-337-8051. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. 
Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your time share or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Listen to the King Banyan Show Saturday mornings at 9 here on the Biz 1440. It's the latest economic news, trade information, your monthly jobs report, and much more. Join us this Saturday morning live on the Biz 1440. King Banging Show, the Biz fourteen forty. Thank you for listening today. Always fun to have have you on with me. Um, let me let me pick up some of these uh, uh, pieces on you know is there is there a recession happening? Is there not a recession happening? And so forth. There's a lot of surveys. A lot of surveys dropped this week. A lot of individuals are getting out there with their forecasts. As I just mentioned, uh, if you go to our website, uh, if you go to go to the new quarterly business report website, the report's not there yet because uh, our partner, uh, our our partner, the St. Cloud Times, needs to publish it first. Uh, going forward, we're actually going to we're actually bringing that back into our into our workspace. Uh, but uh, you'll see the St. Cloud Times copy up there in in, in a couple days' time. But uh, scsu.mn slash QBR is that that new web page uh, that we've just developed. And if you if you're so nice to bookmark that for us, we'd appreciate it. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call with questions and comments. Spencer's down on the on the boards uh, and at the phone, ready to take your call if you are interested. At six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Let's go through a few. Let's go through a few of these. Uh, let me um, let me go through a few of these for you. Uh, one of them is um, is from uh, the is from SIFMA, which is which is the um, which is the uh, um, a group that does a look at this is this is a system business that takes a look at a bunch of macroeconomic forecasters in the business industry. And ask them what do they see being created by uh, what what do they see in terms of their forecast? So he was on uh, Bloomberg uh, on Thursday this on, excuse me on Tuesday this week uh, early in the week and and this was one this was one of the first ones that came out. Uh, let's play this. This is uh, this should be cut one. Uh, CPI, core CPI, and, and, and PCE uh, uh, back off its highs uh, going into the end of, of 2023. But at the same time, uh, while the, the consensus of the group is, is predicting ending the year at, uh, with GDP at a, at a 0.3 up, uh, that, that we're looking at GDP off uh, at a negative 0.3 uh, for the year. So there, again, so there's that one, negative 0.3. For GDP for the year of 2023, so they're off, and, and and their number, I I think maybe it's one in the second in, in the other two cuts of this. Um, uh, Benson says 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 you know inflation coming off its high. So if inflation's currently around five percent, their forecast, SIFMA's forecast, is that. Inflation at the end of 2023, a year from now, would be at 3.1%, or what they will call core um, core inflation. Um, and I'm, I want to clear. I, let me, yeah, maybe do. Let me do that here. Particularly if you're new to the show, or you hear us band, bandying about all these different modifiers on the word inflation. So when an economist or the, the financial news uses this term headline inflation, it's basically everything. 
Remember, the way we usually measure inflation, when I, when I do the PPI report or CPI report, what I'm doing is I'm taking a fixed basket of goods, okay? This many eggs, this many cartons of milk, this, this many boxes of tissues, this many, uh, this, many, this many pills of metformin that the average person needs for their diabetes, or all of that, right? Okay, uh, put all of that in there, and there's a basket of goods. The Bureau of Labor Statistics then goes out and has people go out shopping to figure that out. When I do headline, that's the entire basket of goods. When I do core, I am removing certain goods that I know to be fairly volatile and that the, that the increases and decreases in their prices tend to be self-reversing. And that is food and energy. So food and energy are removed, and then I just take the rest of the basket. And there's all kinds of other ways you can tweak it. You'll hear me from time to time, probably next week, mention median CPI, or you'll hear me mention uh, trimmed mean CPI and all of that. But none of that is at the is is really what is meant when I talk about the underlying inflation rate. The underlying inflation rate, at least in the way I think about it, is not a backward-looking measure. Underlying inflation is basically, over the next so many months, over the next short run, whatever you want to call that, three months, six months, even 12 months, would, would I could accept someone saying, well, over the next 12 months, underlying inflation should be X. Is is you know when I say underlying inflation, that's actually a forecast. That's not that's not an observation. And so that observation, in my mind, is is that you know when so when they say three point one percent here, what they're saying is that the under is not even saying that the underlying inflation rate currently is three percent. They're saying that. A combination of factors that might pull on various parts like the decline in gas prices or like uh, maybe some calming of uh, food price increases, all of that is leading them to believe that the, that the core, the backward-looking 12-month inflation rate for all the goods except food and energy – are going to be it's going to be 3.1%. They're trying to predict what a number looks like and even that is not an underlying number. That's a different concept. So this is a little bit philosophical. I understand it's conceptual, but I think I'm making this right. Spencer, I know I gave you gave you a bad time mark there. If we could, could we play that second cut that's supposed to be about 11 seconds cut number 2? Okay. All right then, maybe we maybe we can't do that. Uh, you want to skip the? Okay, thank you, sir. Doesn't think we're in a recession right now, but uh, the vast majority believe we will in a recession in twenty three. Uh, a little difference on timing and 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 strength. Right. So, so in the in the so that's the SIFMA survey. The, I don't have a recording for you on the uh, Financial Times survey, but I do have their. I do have their their pieces here. Um, when I when they are asked when do they think the inf- the recession is going to start, five um, percent say about now, but forty eight percent said in the first or second quarter of twenty one uh, of twenty three, and another thirty two percent in the third or fourth quarter of twenty three. I'm in the former camp. I actually believe it's it's imminent. I mean, I did not write the the fork the headline for the next for this quarter of the business report, except for thinking that it is here. I don't typically want to say I'm predicting a recession that's going to happen twelve months from now. No, because I would say for half the recessions I think are going to happen twelve months from now. I I, I change my mind somewhere in that twelve months, but two to three months, which or four to six months. I haven't got enough time to really change my mind. I'm willing to commit. And by the way, my forecasting model really only has about as reasonable accuracy in a four to six month window. It is not very accurate in the 12 month window. So I try and I, I try 
to use the metaphor, I tried not to get out over my skis and make predictions about something outside of the window in which my my model looks. I just don't have anything that does a good job of looking 12 to 18 months out. Every one of the models I build for that, I just look and go, it doesn't work really well. But in this little tiny window of four to six months, this one does work pretty well. And we're now comfortable saying that locally that that is true. Okay, let's play one more. Let's play that third cut from, this is Kent Benson, Kenneth Benson from SIFMA, uh, uh, which, who did a survey of, mac, of uh, macroeconomists at, uh, at brokerage houses. This is from Bloomberg on Tuesday, cut three. So 89% of the respondents think that it'll be mild, uh, and, and, uh, and, and 60, 60% think that it'll occur in the first half of 23. So that's 66 for them versus 48 for the other survey. So a half, a little more than half, are in that window, and we're right there with them on that. Let's take a break here. When we come back, more, more other people out trying to forecast what's happening with the economy in the, um, in the months ahead, and literally months, not years. Uh, you're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz for 1840. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing diagnosing, and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. Has your heater or air conditioner busted, appliance broken, computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. Hey, everybody, it's Charlie Kirk here. In the battle for America's Christian values, we at TPUSA Faith have stood strong in helping generations of Americans to defend their faith. Now we need your support to help us finish the year strong, ready to advance the biblical values in 2023. Would you help us defend faith and freedom right now with a tax-deductible donation? When you do, thanks to a generous $75,000 matching donation, your best gift will be doubled. Give today and help Christians stand strong in their faith. Welcome back, King Banging Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening. It sounds like um, it sounds like Spencer has found the uh, found maybe our spot one of our Spotify playlists. Um, 
You can find us, uh, The King Banyan Show, on Spotify. You can find the, the, the music uh, that we play for in and out there. Uh, that is uh, That can be a lot of fun. Yeah, good. I'm glad you did. Um, and uh, so I basically tell them it's okay to just break out and go do go play uh, whatever you whatever you want uh and so hopefully he's have a t- good time with he'll have a good time with that i consider it a show perk spencer some people maybe not so much i don't know um so a couple other recession forecasts are out there i've just tweeted to you the story from the financial times to be sure you saw it um i think i tweeted it when it came out uh, back on uh, back on monday but uh, this is the uh, U.S. Uh, this is this one says the unemployment rate set to surpass five and a half percent. Indeed, I've got the I've got the survey out here. Uh, I've got the survey out here. Uh, and let me um, let me see. I thought it was right here. Peak unemployment rate. Sixteen um, percent say it's going to fall below five percent, which, again, I will say is what we think is the what we think is the definition the Fed is using for a soft landing. It's cur- we've currently got an unemployment rate of 3.7%. So we could go from 3.7 to 4.7 and the Fed based on statements that not only it's made but that have been made by Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, former former chair of the Fed, have indicated that they seem to be comfortable with the idea that the unemployment rate would be below 5%. But only one in six economists in the Financial Times survey thinks that's true. Um, sort of fitting into that mold is uh, Lizanne Saunders. She's a, a, a chief U.S. strategist at uh, Charles Schwab. Uh, uh, and, and she was on Wall Street Week last night. Uh, and uh, on Bloomberg and Bloomberg Television, and let's pit, let's pull that one up. Uh, and her idea that in fact the recession is coming is more like a a rolling recession. I'm not even sure I exactly understand it, but she tries to explain this here. Let's play that clip, Spencer. And I think that there's just more realization that the the path from here is to slower growth. Whether we ultimately find it's declared an official recession, as you and I have talked about, I think we're in already a form of recession. It's just of a rolling variety. We've seen the hit to areas like housing, to certain segments within the good side of the economy, the areas that had the, the big surge in the early stage of the pandemic. That was also the breeding ground for the inflation problem we're still dealing with. That then went into recession-type conditions, disinflation in the good side of the economy, housing-related, but we've got the offsetting lift on the services side, which services is a larger employer, so that has kept the labor market afloat. And, and, and then she adds to it with this, with this little bit right at the very end, uh, the second cut. Whether it's ultimately declared an official recession is almost an academic uh, exercise at this point. So this is why, I, 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 this is not King saying I've told you so, but this is King saying, here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 14 for you, this is King saying, the, I'm glad I didn't have to be Lizanne Saunders last night. Okay, why? Because many people, including Saunders, was saying, well, we had two negative quarters of GDP. That's a recession. And then you're stuck with the fact that the third quarter wasn't, Every evidence seems to be at the moment, and again, subject to change, but at the moment, it looks like, it looks like the fourth quarter will also be a positive GDP number. Now, that means that you either are going to have to say there were two recessions, one in the first half of 22, and then reversed, how goodness knows, and then a second one, or you're going to have to have this language. You're going to have to have this language for something called a rolling recession. I've never heard this term, but you'll notice at the end what she just says is it doesn't even matter if it's officially called a recession or not. You know, you know that I was right. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I actually, actually, Ms. Saunders, I don't know that you were right. 
I actually think you might have been wrong to call the other one a recession. And I could be wrong to call what's about to happen a recession, too. I don't, I don't use the word loosely. I don't change the definition. Okay? And the definition is not two consecutive quarters of GDP growth. It hasn't been since, it, it hasn't been, frankly, from the very beginning. If you, if, if you believe the National Bureau for Economic Research is the body in which we have tried to determine when recessions happen in the United States, and it's generally accepted that they're the folks that do it. You can either decide to recognize that and recognize that they are saying, doesn't look like it really happened in the first half of 22, or you can make up your own definition. And you can create a term like rolling recession. I don't want to be that person. Okay? If I am wrong, to if, if we are wrong, I have a co-author, so I, she's, she's stuck with, with this now. If we now say that it's a recession coming and it's not, and it turns out you know, employment growth and, and sales data come in that we can look at and say, you know what, St. Cloud area actually didn't experience a recession. Um, uh, in the first half of 23. If we're wrong, we're wrong. But I'm not going to go back and try to kick dirt over what ha- what I said six months ago and then say, yeah, well, it's a rolling recession. There was a little bit of recession in some areas there. Yeah, there wasn't anything in services, which, by the way, Liz Ann is two-thirds of the economy. Thank you very much. But, you know, you can, you know, you can do that if you want. I'm just not going to go there with you. Um, a person who also got some inform got got uh, something out there. Let me, let's let's play this. This was Nuriel Rabini. Nuriel is known as quote unquote Doctor Doom. Okay, he's one of those folks that has predicted nine of the last five recessions, and he's out <coughs> now because everyone. It's sort of <coughs> excuse me, fashionable. Uh, it's fashionable to to say recession when it's not a recession. And that is, it's, it's fashionable to say recession, it's fashionable to get out there. And so when Rubini says recession, he's going to say want to put different kinds of adjectives other than rolling on it. Here's what he did Thursday on, on Bloomberg. Cut, uh, play the Rubini cut, please. I think that the most important thing is that in the last 60 years, there's never been a case in U.S. history that you have inflation <laughs> above 5%, right now 7.7, unemployment below 5%, now 3.7, that when the Fed starts to raise interest rates, you get a soft landing. You get, in every case, a hard landing. Even when you have cases of overheating from aggregate demand, let alone when you have, like, the 70s situation with negative supply shocks that reduce growth, increasing inflation, and when you raise interest rates, then you end up into a hard landing. So he's saying the hard landing. And he, he, he says there's a severe recession. He's actually forecasting uh, stock prices declining by more than 25%. Um, I don't play that stuff because I don't, if you listen to the show, you know, I don't do stocks. I'm not, that is not the, that is not the work I'm in. But what Rubini is calling for here is, is and it's worth pointing out, he, what he, let me say it again, when the inflation rate's above 5%, the unemployment rate is below 5%, and the Fed is in a rate hike cycle like it is right now, in the last 60 years we've always had a recession. It's like, yep, you're right. In which of those last 60 years has there been a pandemic? In which of those last 60 years have there been, has there been $5.5 trillion of money in what is virtually a helicopter drop on the, on the U.S. economy? Right? The three bills, CARES, CARISA, and ARP, basically were like three gigantic helicopters kicking $100 bills out over America. That was happening, that last one was happening, while the Fed stood on the side and explicitly said, we don't feel like we can raise rates at a time when we're trying to stimulate, we're trying to support, they didn't say stimulate, they actually said support, 
demand for households still being being harmed by COVID. Okay. Um, none of those economies look like the economy today. None of those in the last 60 years. And I don't think the parallel works well. And still, you're asked, is there going to be a recession? And and my tools, which are traditional tools built on information about central Minnesota that I've been able to gather, you know, for data that goes back to 1990, which covers now four recessions, including a, a fifth one that was local that did not propagate into the Minnesota economy back in the mid-1990s includes the closing of a major plant here in St. Cloud, uh, the Electrolux facility. Not like, it's not Electrolux, excuse me. Um, uh, um, oh, gosh, I now blanked on the name. Okay, well, we had an employer who, who shed 4,000 jobs in about 90 days. Electrolux only shed about 800 jobs, and that, that was a significant, that was considered significant, but we just went right by that. Why? Because all of the other manufacturers who used the same types of workers that was hired by Electrolux were starved for them and just said, yep, come on over, work for us instead. Did it miss a beat? Each recession is kind of special and different. Okay? And so calling back information about the last 60 years is saying, in the last 60 years, this has never happened. It's like, I just say, yeah, in which of those years did COVID happen? So let's take a break here. We come back a little more on that recession call, and we'll take a look around at some of the other data that you can, you can, that you can sort of hold on to to think about whether or not recessions are happening. King Banyan Show, The Biz, 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. As you know, the culmination of my life's work has been writing my Rational Bible Commentary series. I have done Genesis, Exodus, and the just-released Deuteronomy. They are all called the Rational Bible because my approach is entirely reason-based. So if you're looking for the perfect holiday gift, even for someone with no faith, in fact, especially, I recommend giving them my Rational Bibles. Go to PragerStore.com. You can buy them individually or as a complete set. That's PragerStore.com. Numbness, tingling, weakness, pain in the legs and feet, loss of balance. If you are suffering with neuropathy, we've got a natural solution for you. Hey, it's Dr. Kim Tran with Minnesota Integrative Health and Chiropractic located in Ridgefield off 494 and 35W. We're here to provide you with another solution outside of those medication shots and surgeries that you've already tried. Like many of my patients, you're probably still suffering, if not even more. If this is crippling your life, where you can no longer go out and spend time with your friends or family, or if you worry about whether you can even walk around your neighborhood, call us now to figure out what we can do differently for you. We take a holistic approach to all aspects of what's going on with your body and your health in order to reverse your neuropathy naturally. Stop suffering and call us today at 612-545-5672 or just go to drkimtran.com. That's drkimtran.com. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. 
Hi, everyone. This is Mary Carey from America's number one travel radio show, inviting you to join Robert and me and Rudy each Sunday as we cover the ever-evolving world of travel and explore the world together on RM World Travel. Tune in this Sunday evening at 7. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you so much for listening. There were other there were other forecasts out there. Uh, the Business Roundtable came out with their Q4 uh, Economic Outlook Survey. Um, first time, uh, and it's the first time it dipped below average. But it's really it's a it's a strange survey because it says, you know. Um, it says you need to get to below 50% to say there's contraction going on, but its long-run average is 84, not 50. It's like, and it's not bounded. Uh, it's not bounded by 100 at the top. So, I've never quite understood the numbers, but I still like to, I still like to read it to get some of the, some of the commentary. The results signal CEOs remain cautious amid dem- persistent domestic and global economic headwinds including high inflation and the Fed measures required to tame it. Uh, again, we don't know what we don't know what will happen Tuesday and Wednesday. Everyone's assumption is that we're going to get 50 a 50 basis point increase in in the Fed funds rate, but there is still um there is still concern about what might be coming coming forward uh in that. But those CEOs, when they're asked what their forecast for GDP growth is for 2023, they're at a plus 1.2. So again, so let me let me so we've told so you heard from the SIFMA survey with a minus 0.3. The CEOs are at one are, are at at plus 1.2, uh, and so I'm trying to get the number. Uh, I'm trying to get the number for them. Their forecast for the. Inf- the forecast of the uh, the Financial Times survey, the median point forecast is at 1%. The 90th percentile point estimate is at 2. The 10th percentile point estimate is 0. So 80% of them are between 0, a positive, between 0 and a positive point 0.2. They are more optimistic. And if I go look at who's Who's in that pool uh, uh, the, in the Financial Times report? Um, it is a. It is for the most part. It's almost. I should say not most part. It is entirely. It is entirely a group of academic uh, forecasters. So you might not be surprised to hear that I'm going to pay more attention to it because these are folks situated similarly to where I'm at. It includes people who I've quoted on the show, and in fact, I've had. I've had uh, uh, Jim Hamilton on the show before. He's in that survey. Alan Blinder's in that survey as well. And indeed, maybe we should play a little Alan Blinder for you. Um, and he's talking about the fact that what the Fed is ha- what has happened with the Fed really is not been not very effective. Um, uh, uh, and uh, and and it says this. Let's play this. This is Alan Blinder. Uh, Thursday, I believe. I believe this is actually on uh, on uh, CNBC. Thank you. This is a blind Alan Blinder cut. When you remember, and this is important to remember, and I'm so glad the Fed is remembering it. The long lags between the effects of an interest rate tightening and the slowdown of the economy, it looks to me like we're, you know, roughly speaking on schedule. You'd only expect a small impact of the Fed's tightening at this early stage. And we I think we are seeing a small impact. And so the small impact is so far, meaning that you would, you know, you might have positive GDP in quarter four. You might not get that recession, that signal of recession until a bit later on um and and so 
and so and, and I understand. Uh, Don tweets at me uh, this last half hour. Is he said this uh, just going into the last break? I think the last half hour crystallizes what I find frustrating about economics. It's it remains a pseudoscience till it locks down uh, locks down term definitions. My defense to that is term definitions get changed all the time in the natural sciences. Okay? When I was in school, there were protons, there were electrons, and there were neutrons. Think about all the other types of elements we've discovered in the last 40, 50 years, right? Uh, uh, you know, particles that, not elements, particles uh, that we believe are, are within the nucleus of an atom. Um, have any of you played with um, chat AI and started to ask it questions? It's my point is, of course, science doesn't sit still, you know. And and the other thing I always tell people about about macro in particular is, it is a very new body of knowledge. I don't use the word science to describe it. Is an attempt to understand the world we live in. It applies scientific methods <clears throat> where they're appropriate. My view. Uh, shared by many Austrian economists, but I'm not so far out there as they are on this, is that we spend too much time and we rely too much on scientific models. I really do think that uh, on trying to use science uh, in macro to the point where I think we come subject to the, to the critique of scientism, of applying, trying to use scientific models and methods in places where they're not appropriate to use. Because at the end of the day, I'm trying to, I'm trying to forecast a human, right? Or worse, in my case, a group of humans. I have the advantage living in a smaller community like this. They're not really that small. There's about 170,000 people in our metro area. Uh, and I try to figure out, you know, I talk to many of them. We actually send them surveys. But even here, I'm trying to forecast that. These folks trying to forecast 330 million people? Of course, science doesn't really work in that case. That makes sense that it doesn't work that well in that case. And so, yeah, I'm not really that scientific. Yeah, I get that. That's that. You know what? You may think that's a flaw. I think that's an attempt to figure out how to blend science with, with other ways of knowing to get to a better answer. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. This service member's greeting is brought to you by Tee It Up for the Troops. Hey everyone, I am Master Sergeant April Spildy coming to you from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. I wanted to wish my mom and my family a Merry Christmas and I can't wait to see you when I come home. Tee It Up for the Troops sincerely thanks our veterans and military men and women serving around the world. They support veterans and their families as they deal with combat injuries, seen and unseen. Make a tax-deductible donation at teeitupforthetroops.org. We need your help. Hello, I'm Marianne Koharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. Our ads feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy help. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. To donate, please find us at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. Does inflation have you worried? Maybe you have an appliance or two of life support or dated ones that need to be renewed before the holidays? 
Don't worry. Appliance Renew has your back. Hey, it's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We have a large inventory of brand new name brand scratch and ding appliances at 20 to 50% off. Appliance Renew is your peace of mind solution in these crazy economic times. We have over 250 brand new scratch and ding appliances from LG, Whirlpool, GE, Maytag, Frigidaire, and more. Just waiting for you in our Farmington showroom. All appliances are brand new with a little ding or two. We thoroughly inspect and test everything, and we stand behind our appliances with a complete one-year warranty. Whether you're looking for washers, dryers, stoves, refrigerators, dishwashers, ovens, or more, you'll find it at Appliance Renew in downtown Farmington. Stop by today or search for Appliance Renew online. Saving money is worth the drive when a little ding doesn't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.